Welcome to That You May Grow Thereby, a work of the Northern Kentucky Church of Christ. We are located at 18 Scott Drive in Florence, Kentucky. Our phone number is 859-371-2095. You can also visit us at www.nkcofc.com. And now, that you may grow thereby. Thank you for listening to That You May Grow Thereby. My name is Greg Littmer. I'm one of the elders at the Northern Kentucky Church of Christ. And today I'd like to talk to you about remembering your Creator in the days of your youth. Perhaps some of you recognize where that title came from. It comes from Ecclesiastes chapter 12 and verse 1. And we're going to begin today by looking at the first seven verses of that chapter. Again, it's Ecclesiastes chapter 12, this time verses 1 through 7, and Solomon wrote the following. Remember also your Creator in the days of your youth, before the evil days come and the years draw near when you will say, I have no delight in them, before the sun, the light, the moon, and the stars are darkened, and the clouds return after the rain, in the day that the watchmen of the house tremble, and mighty men stoop, the grinding ones stand idle because they are few, and those who look through windows grow dim, and the doors on the street are shut as the sound of the grinding mill is low, and one will arise at the sound of a bird, and all the daughters of song will sing softly. Furthermore, men are afraid of a high place, and of terrors on the road. The almond tree blossoms, the grasshopper drags himself along, and the capperberry is ineffective. For man goes to his eternal home while mourners go about the street. Remember him before the silver cord is broken and the golden bowl is crushed. The pitcher by the well is shattered and the wheel at the cistern is crushed. Then the dust will return to the earth as it was and the spirit will return to God who gave it. My friends, remember means to mark or to be mindful. Quite simply, Solomon is calling for the proper respect and consideration to be given to the Creator. And there is a very good reason why this should be done in the days of your youth. The young are able to enjoy the things that this world has to offer to a greater degree, and such enjoyment should be tempered with the proper regard for the one who made it all. In youth, the frailties of age haven't come yet. Devotion to God in the prime of our life will serve us well when the years come and the afflictions that so often accompany age start to beset us. In verse 2, Solomon is comparing the light of the sun, moon, and stars to the eyes of the human body. The idea is to remember the Creator before the eyes become dim with age. Those of us who have trouble with the fine print can certainly appreciate Solomon's illustration. Also in verse 2, Solomon makes reference to the clouds returning after the rain. How does that fit in? Normally, after a rain, the sky is clear and the earth is refreshed. But sometimes it stops raining yet does not clear up. It remains cloudy and gloomy. When young, ailments may come but are generally short-lived and easily recovered from. That's not the case with the age, because when age comes, increased ailments do not always clear up so quickly. In verse 3, Solomon mentions frequent age-related occurrences. Hands lose their steadiness, 
and the strong backs of mighty men begin to bend. The grinders, or teeth, cease to work as efficiently because they become fewer in number. Once again, reference is made to the fact that most of the time those who are older just don't see as well as they used to. Verse 4 indicates what seems to be generally true. Older folks just don't venture out as much anymore, particularly at night. The amount of work the aged are able to do is considerably less than it used to be. With age often comes a light sleeping pattern, which is the idea of one will arise at the sound of a bird. The word used for bird in this verse indicates a small bird with a weak chirp. Hence, the smallest sound will awaken the aged. That is true even through though a deterioration of hearing makes all sounds harder to hear. Many times fear accompanies age, as Solomon points out in verse 5. The fear of high places may be from the effort required to reach them or from the lack of stability one may have once they are there. Also, older people are more fearful in general of what may happen to them. It is sad but true that for some criminals and thugs, older people make the most attractive targets because there's little that they can do in return. The hair turns white as the blossoms of an almond tree. Oftentimes, movement is difficult as the hips and legs lose their elasticity and the aged become as a newly hatched grasshopper of the spring. Without their wings, they move slowly and awkwardly. The capperberry, when it is overripe, bursts open and falls off of the plant. In the normal process of things, death is nearer for the aged than it is for the young. The time is drawing near when they will go to their eternal home and be remembered by the mourners. When the silver cord is broken and the golden bowl is crushed, the pitcher by the well is shattered and the wheel at the cistern is crushed. Life on earth is over, and the body decays in the grave while the soul moves on to await its final destination. This is the normal progression of things. It is the way God designed it. How much wiser it is to concern ourselves with spiritual things while we are most capable of serving the Lord in all ways. At the same time, how important it is to remember that not all people reach old age. Many are lost in their youth old enough to serve the Lord, but not having made that decision yet. There is no good or reasonable explanation for a failure to put God first in all stages of life. He invites all, young and old, to come to him and to know the peace that comes only from serving the Lord.